My name is Tom Rintard Davis, and I'm telling you the truth. So next week we're going to be talking about, at noon with my show, we're going to be talking about how do I know that I'm a Christian? Well, we could even ask that question and lead into your show next week at the, you know, when you're getting ready to leave. Mm. Yeah. So Monday we'll talk about how can I become a Christian. Uh, Tuesday we'll talk about the evidence of being a Christian. Well, it's like... <clears throat> Um, well, you know, like, what do you think the evidence is being a Christian? Well, I want to actually, we'll start off a little bit with that. Um, you know, maybe like, you know, I will just kind of, but you're, we're not going to steal your show, but we're going to have to, but we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit because yeah. I actually, um, uh, want your opinion on that. Well, what do you personally believe? What does the world say? Um, how is the world watching you when you start changing your life? And it's uh, just the Holy Spirit and your... Well, you know, you know, in my opinion, well, no, some, um, it was uh, pretty crazy when some of the people that was most critical about me whenever I was in my addiction mm. became, they actually, uh, they actually uh, became... They like were complimenting me, saying that they were happy and they, that I was, you know, they you could tell I was different and that I changed. But you know, they started saying it publicly on social media and stuff, and that's a that's a highlight, you know. Right here, this is a good one. See right here. Yeah. Right here, but see, it's like this. You just kind of what you're talking about. Be beware of practicing your righteousness before other other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father, who is in heaven. Thus, when you give the needy to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as not as the hypocrites do not do in the synagogues and in the streets. They may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. Mm -hmm. Okay, something like this. Are you are you a fan or are you a follower? I'm a follower, man. I'm actually a steward of his, his request. Oh, let's listen. This is our... You're listening to Turn Up a Truth. My name is Tom Rintard Davis. And I'm telling you the truth. Okay. What is that? That's got to go down. There's something that's interfering here. I gotta turn that cape. That's it. Oh, this gotta come down. That was what it was. The feedback was coming from the, the in here. Good morning, Bismarck. You're listening to Turn of the Truth. This is Chad. And today I have 
Cole in the in the studio because Jesse's a little under weather and needed a day off. So, good morning, Cole. Good morning, Chad. So, we were just discussing like a little bit about a question that you're gonna do because Cole's gonna do a show here on uh, 100.7 FM uh, over the noon hour called Classroom of God. Yeah, no, really excited about it. Just getting back to asking the basic questions of our faith and getting, you know, maybe to a lot of us it seems very elementary. I've, I've asked it a hundred times, but some very important questions we need to continually to re-ask ourselves and really kind of stir up um, what we may be here on Sunday, but really put it, put it back in the front of our minds on a daily basis instead of maybe just once a week. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about the, your question was, how do I know that I'm a Christian? How do we know we're Christians? Well, I mean, I'm going to give you a quick answer because I know you're going to dive really deep into that whenever you have your show next week. And uh, you're gonna, your show is going to start what day again? Um, so that would be, let's see, so I think it would be September 7th. And that's a... That's a Monday. Monday at, morning. Monday at noon, 12 bells. Yes, and so over the noon hour, you'll be listening to The Classroom of God, which is going to be, I guarantee you, is going to be very informative and very entertaining and full of questions. If you got, And the phones will be working. You'll be able to call in to talk to Cole and and have a good time with that and if you have any questions or if you have any input to give Cole actually because we're all we're all uh, we're all learners and we, we all could take correction or we, we can always take knowledge from our elders you know because you actually work with uh, new song owls right I, I do yes I mean. yeah and that's uh what does the owl stand for you know uh, me and Jesse like to do this little thing back and forth where we like you know okay what are the owls again uh, so owls stand for older wiser loving saints and they got a lot of wisdom um you know, I get a chance to visit with them every once in a while, a few of them, and they, uh, they definitely, if you, if I have questions, I, if I see one of them walking, you know, I definitely try to stop them and get their, you know, attention so I can get some, some knowledge, you know. Absolutely. They, they, they've, they've, uh, they've had, uh, they have some years and they've walked, walked this, uh, along this path a lot longer than I have, and especially since I'm what you call an infant in Christ anyway, they really, 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 uh, know what they're talking about, so. And it's always nice to visit with them. They usually got pretty good stories. Uh, usually. Yeah. Um, and if you guys uh, haven't heard Cole before, he's been on Deeper with Nathan on Monday evenings. Uh, and he decided that he wanted to do his own show. It was called Classroom of God, which uh, I agreed with him. I think it'd be. I think Cole's got a world of knowledge. You teach a class out at Teen Challenge, correct? I, I do, yes, sir. Yeah, what, what, what kind of class do you teach out there? Is it? Uh, uh, it's called uh, uh, Group Studies for New Believers in Christ. Nice, nice. So, like, now that's what brings us back to how do you know you're a Christian, right? Because usually new yeah. believers, that's the one of the questions that they're going to struggle with. Mm. I mean, it's one of the things I struggle with, for sure. Um, and uh, when you become a new believer in Christ, the, the first of all, I mean, all the changes that are made, you know, mm -hmm. made aren't quite evident right up front right you know um you're, you're you're learning to think think a different way you're learning to trust mm. trust in something sometimes that you you don't know what's going to happen you don't see it. that's called faith amen but the thing about it is is you you also know the love of the father and you're granted grace the mm. gift you you were given a gift that you didn't deserve yeah so i mean like that is my biggest thing that you can tell in a christian is when they know grace 
because they felt the love of the Father. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a world that where we really lack in the, you know, we throw that word around pretty, pretty, pretty frequently and pretty loosely with the word love, you know? Oh, yes. And so, <clears throat> you know, um, you read the Bible, there's only one way to love, and Jesus proved it by what he did on the cross. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's the way I like to tell new believers um, how the love of the Father feels, if they're, like, struggling or they don't know if they're, you know, what to believe. Mm-hmm. It's like this. I mean, and not all, all, this doesn't work on everybody. This works on a handful of them, but this is what, what I tell them. It's, uh, it's like this. I say, the minute my first son was born, or any of my children for that fact, mm-hmm. and I seen that kid for the first time, like th- my heart already knew that there was nothing I wouldn't do to protect and, and care for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I had this, this love in my heart and I don't know where it came from because I just met this kid, you know, and, but God had blessed me with, with that, that knowledge, you know, mm-hmm. he, he put that in me. He's like, you know, this is your son. You gotta, you gotta raise him. I'm trusting you with him. You know, we're all, the, we're all God's children. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ, but mm-hmm. he, he was trusting me to raise this particular infant. Mm. And when children come into this world, they're so special. Mm-hmm. And I got five of them. Amen. Um, they are so special and they're so like, uh, it's like this cold. They come into the world without sin. It's us that teaches them to sin. Mm-hmm. You know, that, um, like, that's why I really believe a child is close. When you're first born, you're, clo- you're at, on this walk on earth, that's when you're closest to God. Amen. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think that's so, so key. You know, another another way I look at it is kind of like so. You know, your your child is born, and you, you after a couple of days in the hospital, you, you take them home, right? And you provide a home for that for that child. Yes. And I kind of look at it the same with like the Lord. So the Lord um, made this temporary home for us while we're away from um, our Father here on Earth, and He made it in six days, and He rested on the seventh, and then. At the end of his uh, ministry on earth, before he was crucified and resurrected, he, he told his disciples he was going to be going away from, from them for a while, but he was going to be preparing a place for them. Well, you think about it, if God made the earth, this you know this, everything we see, the, the sky, the land, the sea, the water, uh, the, the stars. The stars, the universe. Yeah. If we see all that in six days he did that, just think what he's done in 2,000 plus years that he's still doing. You're right. That's. I mean, well, if he did that in six days, what do you think he did in six years or six thousand years? Yeah, it's, it's cr- crazy. Just to think about that love of, man, this this God is uh, my God is preparing a place for me, and he's spent all this time on that place. So. Okay, so um, you know, Jesse usually starts us off with a devotional, so I am gonna be Jesse this morning and read today's devotional, which today is August thirty first, I believe. Yes, last day of August. Man, you know this year's really gone by fast. Yes. And this has been a crazy year, Cole, because you got COVID happening, you got all kinds of stuff happening. You know, um, it's actually a good devotional too. Um, so uh, it's called Promise. Just a little while longer, and the ungodly will vanish. You will look to them in vain. But the humble of heart will inherit every promise and enjoy abundant peace. Psalm 37, 10 to 11. Father, thank you for many beautiful promises you have made me. I am amazed by your power they hold. They aren't empty promises given to stir up hope, or, but then disappoint. Every word you speak is true and alive. Your desire, the best for me, 
every in every in every part of my life. You came so I could have an abundant life. I will not wander around in doubt and unbelief. I will not retreat when things get hard. Though sometimes it seems like manifestation of promises are just out of reach. But faith I will grab them by faith I will grab them and pull them from the heaven to to earth. I will trust you and your timing because I know how much you love me. I commit every aspect of my life to you. Align my words and thoughts with your truth. You are my deliverer, provider, healer, savior, and friend. Give me a fresh perspective and wisdom for each facet of my life. Pour your blessings upon me as I seek your face and guide me with your eye. Amen. Amen. You know, this this, this actually goes along, like, kind of goes along with what we're going to talk about today. Also, this is, this is something right here, like, you know, I, I kind of like how these seem to work out all the time because, you know, I hear this first line in the second paragraph of the devotional says, You came so I would have an abundant life. I will not wander around in doubt and unbelief. I will not retreat when things get tough. You know, that was uh, when I was in heavy addiction. That was my, that was, that was me. You know, I, as soon as things got a little tough or out of, out of control and I felt like I lost control of the situation, Bam, I was gone, you know, sometimes five, six states away. Mm-hmm. I was a runner, you know, I, but every time I get to a new place and start over or do something different, eventually I just would, I found the same kind of people mm-hmm. and fell back into the same kind of lifestyle. Absolutely. You know, and I don't have the, uh, maybe the addiction of alcohol or drugs, but um, what I've been really working on is my addiction to um, food. Uh when I would get stressed or worried or frustrated, I would turn to that, you know, two seconds of comfort, maybe a candy bar or, well, just to give me that, you know. Oh, you know, Nicole, um, I know where a place you can go in this church that you can actually get some, you know, if you still struggle with something like that, where you can get some help with that. Absolutely. No, I. It's on Friday nights. It's called Celebrate. I'm just, we got to plug the ministry yep. too. Yep. <laughs> that's what I, that's how, this is how Jesse and I do it too. We kind of just, you know, what I heard you say and I. Because mm-hmm. Celebrate Recovery is not only for, based for addiction, but I'm going to run it down what we do in Celebrate Recovery. And you can also announce some of the going ons and happenings in, sure. around the church. Um, what we do, we got Celebrate Recovery here on Friday nights. It uh, starts at 6 30 with Meal and Fellowship. And we have large group at, at 7. And then we have gender specific small groups at 8. And if you're struggling with any kind of hurt, habit, or hang-up, this is a 12-step, uh, faith-based 12-step uh, program. Um, and, you know, the step study through the, through this program is actually on point and amazing. It, it really gets a lot of the junk right out of you and helps you to just start walking forward in more confidence with, with your walk with God. And, you know, um, to have a healthy walk and to understand His knowledge and His will for your life, you got to be, you got to get, you got to deal with your past. You got to learn the lessons from your past. Um, I used to think everything that happened to me in the past was um, was a disaster, and that you know that God hated me, or or that you know why I was just a bad luck, you know, or I really had not really seen for them for what they were. Which now that I have found you know my walk and I've been growing in it every day and every every minute, it's uh it's come to be that my past wasn't wasn't a nightmare. It was actually my training, my training time, my, my battleground, you know, so to speak, mm-hmm. for 
my, you know, my, my ability to help people going forward. With everything I experienced in life, I can use my testimony to help others not experience that or get through some, some of that stuff. So, you know, um, you know, when God, when you struggle with God has a, if what God's call on your life is, like, I bet you I could tell you what you call, what God's call on your life is, Cole. All right. I bet you I could. I bet you could too. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, you, first of all, you got, you're getting in, you're getting into pastoring mm-hmm. and um, you're doing classes at Teen Challenge, but I bet you could minister to people with abilities mm. in like a, a way that I couldn't. Absolutely. And um, you know, I bet you'd be pretty good at it too. And I bet you have. I bet you get their attention pretty easily too. I appreciate that. Thank you. But um, so like, what I, what I what I'm saying is like you know, it, it's pretty simple. God, what Jesus taught in that book was kindness and love. Always treat everybody with the same kind of way you would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he's the only one who was able to live the Ten Commandments to a T, and that's why he was the ultimate sacrifice. And in doing so covered us all of our sins but i mean that was the ultimate act of love too that's why corinthians 13 13 that's why love is the greatest of both all three because mm-hmm. without love there's no faith without faith there's no hope mm-hmm. so we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back and then we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the things we got going on here at new song and we'll run down uh, a little little bit about what uh cole's going to be doing on classroom of god and then I have another guest that'll be in as soon as Cole leaves. Leaves uh, his uh, we call him the Tinker. You know what a Tinker is, Cole? A uh, Tinker. Uh, yeah. No. Okay, so like you know on on uh, Wizard of Oz. Yes. The little short munchkins. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're called Tinkers because all they're doing tink 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 tink. You know, and 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 Santa's, and then Red, Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer. Like yeah. So the elves are called Tinkers. Tink tink. You know, because. Oh yeah, they're they're handwriting their toys out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so like. Him with 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 my friend here, he there might be you know he might be hanging something. There might be a screw holding it in one corner, a nail in one corner, and then mm-hmm. duct, duct tape on the bottom. But you know, and it might be a little out of level, mm-hmm. but it's hanging there and it's not going nowhere. So you know, job well done. That's why I call him the tinker because he's always doing stuff like that, tinking around with something. You know, he's got projects going all the time. He's getting better mm-hmm. at them. I even mm-hmm. gave him a higher grade th- this week when I seen his latest one, but. Uh, yeah, he should be here within probably the next 20 minutes or so to join us. And, you know, we're just going to have fun Monday. You know, we kind of got thrown for a loop a bit last night and had to figure out how to come up with doing the show by myself. And usually it's difficult when you got to do it alone, but I would have figured it out. I figured out, you know. Mm-hmm. You would have been great. Yeah. I can I, I can talk cool, forever. I know that. <laughs> all <laughs> right. All. So we'll be right back. Bismarck is 101.7 FM. Turn up the truth with Chad. And today it's Cole, not Jesse, but Jesse will be back tomorrow. Be right back. KLBELP Bismarck. This is the new Clo Radio 100.7 FM. So, okay, Cole. Yes, sir. We got. Now, mm-hmm. we're talking about how. Okay, like Abraham. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Abraham, he really questioned his faith at one point, and then he, he spawned the whole nation of Islam out of that. Right. Through Ishmael. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's what doubting your faith could do. Really, right. You know, that one little decision. You don't even know how it could change the course of history, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought, I heard a, a kind of a crazy uh, kind of thing about the mask we got to wear for COVID. Oh, okay. Um, it had to do with the Islamic faith. Like, whenever... Um, like uh, how, like they started 
having to cover their face because of the desert and the way, you know, all that stuff. And uh, how did that go? Anyway, it became a point of making the guys cover the women's face so, you know, other men didn't, you know, have like um, improper thoughts about them. Oh, yeah. And so that's, you know, but at the same time, it caused it caused a woman to lose her her. her her spot alongside man in that in that culture mm. or in that in that religion yeah or in that faith because like now she's considered like you know faceless and, and she's not allowed to talk and then you know all of a sudden it's just like you know she loses her 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 standing so to speak yeah as that mass and then all of a sudden it became a priority all uh, i guess demanded that the women were mass mm. which you know that's basically a form of uh control control mm-hmm. That's what COVID is like. You know, we're losing identities. You know, okay, we are. People are losing businesses over this. Mm-hmm. And guess what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. In two months after this election, I can guarantee it. And I'm calling their Facebook Live. In two months, there's gonna be some kind of miraculous cure. And then all of a sudden, all these ads are gonna come out about this is what you need to survive. This is what you need to survive. Now that we're getting back to normal, this is what you gotta buy. This is everybody buying this because you need yeah. to, to get back to normal. What is the normal? What is real normal? I don't right. think there was ever a real normal. No. And the media, the media only highlights the negative things. True. And so, and this is how we are as a people. Mm-hmm. So listen to everything on the news and through the media without doing our research and our uh, our, our education on it. Mm. COVID-19 is not called COVID-19 because of 2019. It's no. called COVID-19 because it's the 19th version of COVID that came out. Amen. And it's the first one that came out was in 1918. And if you really want to look at the numbers really closely on COVID-19, it hasn't killed any more than the regular flu season. But with all the media pushing all of this and scaring, but it is attacking a certain a certain uh, demographic. It's, it's, it it's attacking people over the age of 50, it, it hits harder with a weakened immune system or pre-existing conditions. Mm-hmm. And if you have them, then yeah, I mean, well, but if you had them and you got the pneumonia, you would die. Yeah. So, I mean... Well, the way I look at it, God, God controls when he uh, brings you into the world and he controls when he takes you out. Well, and he, if it's your time, you're going to go, whether you get pneumonia... Yeah, he, he, knows our, he knows our story from finish to end, right from the, from the time we were born. Yeah. And that's another thing, you know... You know, I know the end of the book, so the enemy, like, when he's in front of me, I just laugh at him. You know, that, that, yeah, one more song. Uh, like, I ain't scared of the enemy. I lived with that guy for a lot of years. Mm. You know, I lived in darkness for a long time, the cold. Mm. And so, like, you know, when the, when Satan's, like, on Facebook, these, these things that people don't want to talk about sometimes. Yeah. You know, like, um, I could see demonic presence in people sometimes. You know, I could see it manifest, and it's just like people just don't want to be scared to talk about stuff like that. But they talk about it in the Bible. Right. And, you know, it's, it's that's, they exist. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, it's crazy because uh, people are afraid to talk about stuff like that, but, you know, like, they let mm-hmm. this stuff doesn't scare me. Because you know, you know the truth. I know the truth. There's only two things Christians really need to always remember, and whenever they're faced with that kind of a situation, mm-hmm. that's all they gotta remember. Because then just gonna say, "Stand behind me, Satan." Mm-hmm. I rebuke you, stand behind me. Because like he can't do nothing to you. He can't harm you. He can't hurt you. No, especially when you say in the name of Jesus. Because then yeah, he has in the name to of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus, he, he's, he panics very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um. But if you if you got the spirit if you you know the spirit you know the love of the father 
you know, the end of the book. Mm. You can say Lucifer and a Wiccan and a Voodoo guy here, and they can try to do all their mumbo jumbo they want. I mean, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Because we're gonna be able to stand strong. Yeah. I remember the first night I realized that mm. I threw up that night. After, they were praying for me at, uh, at Bible study mm. and putting hands on me. I threw up and I wow. it looked like, like right out of the scene, right out of the exorcist. And uh, they had a bucket there and I was just like, holy crap, where'd I come from? I just felt this uneasy, like this nausea feeling in my stomach and just come right up. But, uh, you know, and then Michael was like, Michael Streeper, he was like, uh, you just puked up a demon, you know that? I said, it's probably the last one, because I, I said, I feel like the biggest weight is lifted off my shoulders mm-hmm. ever. But that was the night I, re- I realized that. Amen. That's awesome. I walk around, like, you know, with a cocky attitude at times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like to ruffle feathers at times. But my faith is just as strong as just about anybody else's. Mm-hmm. I see how the kids' teachers up there up something. Okay, so yes, sir. Give me some biblical examples of when people were, were considered crazy for following their faith. Mm. Like besides Noah, besides Moses, uh, Job. Job. Okay. What, okay. Noah was ordered to build an ark. Ordered to build the ark. Yeah, and everybody thought he was nuts. Right. Until the water started coming and everybody wanted to get on the ark. Mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, Moses, he had to lead people out of Egypt. lead people out of Egypt. And you know what? He was he was raised as an Egyptian prince until he found out the truth and went lived in the wilderness. So yeah, and he wasn't. And that's the thing about Moses. He didn't know Christ. He didn't know the the at all. He he didn't know the faith at all. He grew up as an Egyptian prince, so he knew that, and he was considered crazy. And he was seventy two when he got called. Right. So I mean, like he does call the most peculiar people that's kind of where i want to lead with this it's like you know how he calls like just these people of, uh, just not really that are not seemingly qualified to everybody's eye yeah to you know lead, lead things for great things mm. and what people also don't realize is that even though them people were all who god called none of them were saved right until christ so I look at Job and I look at Paul. Or Paul, my two favorite. Paul, man, Paul is like that's who. Basically, I think people relate me to Apostle Paul because of and Paul went through it for his faith. That guy was beaten and ridiculed. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but he also was the, the biggest persecutor of Christians in the he beginning was. of it. I mean, he's the reason Saul got our. Uh, yeah, Saul, no, uh, yeah, Saul, right? that's Saul. Saul got no. Saul, Saul was Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Stephen. Stephen, yeah, he's the only martyr crown in the, in the Bible. Yeah. It's Stephen. Martin, he's the only martyr crown. Mm-hmm. You can go to that Bible and not find another martyr crown. Him and then, um. Uh, who else? Well, we have Peter. Peter. Who walked on water. And he said he was the only one that they were freaking out that they saw this ghost. And Peter he says, like, yeah, he, he Lord, said, that's you, tell me to come. And Jesus said, come. So he started walking yeah. on water. Then he, then he looked back at the guys in the boat and he, 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 don't, he didn't believe anymore. He started saying, <laughs> yeah. Jesus is like, don't you think it'd be easier to do it with me than on your own? Hey, Cole, ever, you, ever, you know, this is kind of a, uh, after this song, we got two minutes for this. Um, 
Yeah, I used to check this out. Like, um, so when I first started reading the Bible, mm -hmm. I would listen to like someone reading the Bible at night when I go to sleep. Yeah. And I couldn't believe how much like I would I would kind of know about things that I hadn't read yet. Mm. And it was kind of an unconscious thing that the Bible was like certain surface in my 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 you know my words when I you know and then I'd go back and check it to make mm. sure it was right and it was like so there's something to that uh, you know sleeping and letting letting things just play that being in a good surrounding setting you know yeah so you know I I have a, one of those Amazon Echoes and I play it whether I'm at home or I'm not I play uh, like Air One or K Love in the background and it's not loud it's just. Oh, you're trading on us. You're part of the radio station and you're playing. That one's I not. Know, I know. <laughs> oh, you just ragged yourself uncle. I know. I'm sorry. Well, I tried to find no, it's not radio on Amazon, but they, you guys aren't on the Echo Dot. I have actually uh, like five friends who want to listen to But I mean, if us. it's, uh, if it's, if it's, um, if it's on any kind of like web browser, you should get it because it should be. It should be. But it's Club Radio Live. That's what we got put. ClubRadioLive.com. Right, and that's what they do, but they can't find it on their Alexa. They can't say Alexa play club radio. That's crazy. Yeah, right. Cause I know like five or six friends that would listen if they could get it on their Echo device. Really? Mm-hmm. So, um, I got another little song for you after we we get done to the next one. So, we're gonna talk about. When you're called mm -hmm. and you're on, and in the eyes of everybody else, mm -hmm. you're not worthy of being called. You know, mm -hmm. someone Noah, Moses, Job. Yeah. So, who else? Um. Let's see who else. Oh man, you could pick so many guys. Um, Zacharias. Okay. Well, what, what's Zacharias? I know that one. He was the shortest guy in the the world, and he had to climb a tree to see Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, Zacharias. You like you like the ones that have these unabilities. It seems like, or like this. The world doesn't think anything of them, and then they come out to be. Okay. Oh, need to. You can only the first of. Did you know? Welcome back, Bismarck. This is one hundred point seven FM, and this is Turn Up the Truth with Chad and Jesse's replacement for today, Mister Cole. Pastor Cole, and we were just talking during the break about when you're called to, to ministry or you're, you have a calling that, that's put on you, um, and God has done it throughout the history of the Bible, and he's given really good examples. For instance, we're talking, we were talking about Noah, Moses, Job, Zacharias, and there, there's, there's many others. Um, for instance, uh, you know, people... Like just really have a tendency to shun these kind of people. Don't mm -hmm. not believe them. They think they take their take them as crackpots. They're like, this guy ain't qualified to be doing this kind of stuff. You know why? Why is God calling you? I'm more faithful to you know, the word than yours. There he is. Um. But so, what is your opinion on that, Cole? And uh, like, I mean, like you know, a lot of people have been called to something that most yeah. people think they're not qualified to do. Uh yeah, you know, I think it's uh. So many times we look at people and it's like our faith before coming to faith, uh, before we, we receive salvation. It's all about us, selfishness. Uh, it's, you know, we're lost. We're in darkness. And that's how the world views these guys is, um, for example, they, they're not qualified. How, how can they uh, lead 
lead this nation? How can they uh, build this ark? So in so many different, uh, the, like the Bible characters, these people that we were talking about, Chad, uh, the people kind of look down at them like, how in the heck, I'm way more qualified than you are. Who, who in the heck are you? I don't even know who you are. And I think that's who, how our, our faith is before uh, Christ. So it's, it's just how God can use even the insignificant. You know, I, I kind of look at it even uh, with the beginning of our country. Um, they weren't doctors and lawyers. And like they, you, you hear about like with the, the Democratic vice president, the most qualified pick. And it, it, it doesn't matter that they have 20 plus years of government experience under the belt. But a lot of our forefathers were farmers and hunters and fishermen and ranchers. And so, yes, there was a few lawyers, but a lot of them were not, had, they did not have multiple years of leadership under their belt. Really, yeah. Well, cool. We got a we got a guest in the studio. Um, this is my friend I was talking about called we call him the Tinker, <laughs> and it's uh this is his name is Greg, and uh, Greg, we're talking about people who have callings on their life. But I mean, like that, God is specifically called for a reason. But people, you know, society or people as a whole tend to judge them and call them crackpots or crazy because they don't believe them. Right. No, I, I agree with Cole, a lot of what Cole said. I think also, you know, if you look at who's qualified, you know, uh, I, I don't have kids of my own, but, but who, who's qualified to be a parent when they become a parent or who's qualified to become, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And, and those are callings on people's lives, um, you know, and they're, we're, we're really not ready for a lot of things in our life. But, you know, that's where the faith uh, matters to people. And that's, that's how you grow into those, into those roles. Uh, you know, if you wait till you're qualified to to do a lot of things, uh, you won't do nothing. You just don't get it done, and and uh, so you know, I agree with what Cole said. A, a lot of uh, the same, the same, you know, reiterate the same things he says. It's you know, and that's why it goes right along with. with uh, there's a reason I call Greg the Tinker. I was telling you that call earlier, but I mean, like that goes right along with. You don't get a lot of things done if you don't do them, right, Greg? That's why you always got. <laughs> it's it's kind of like a, a, you know, as a guitar player. I hear a lot of people say, well, you, you know, he's self-taught, and, and, and uh, you know, that we're all self-taught, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you've been, had a, had a, a, a instructor or something like that, you know, we're all self-taught, so we kind of grow into the, any role that we, that we have, uh, you know, and, and you can usually tell, at least I can tell, and, uh, and I've seen it a lot of my friends, that if there's a calling on their lives, that, that uh, you know, they are called for that, and, and that's pretty obvious to, to most people. So that, that gives them, you know, the edge that they need, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, that's what I was getting at, is like some of the projects you do, you take on, you really don't have any knowledge of them, but you take them on, and, and you take them on with, with conviction, and you get them done. That's one thing. You do get them done. Yeah. Might not be, it might maybe be a screw and a nail and, you know, some duct tape, but they get done. <laughs> And so that's why I, I'm, I'm impressed, you know. And Cameron loves all your little projects, you know. He gets a kick out of what, what changes every time we go over there. But he's like, this is new, you'll look, you know. But he still says there's no steering wheel on the pirate ship. Hey, no, I like it. He calls that his pirate ship, you know that, right? Well, I hope he does because uh, there's pirates that you know, live on, the, on that ship. So, uh, no, he was a lot of fun to have lunch with yesterday, too. And uh, to see him, you know, playing uh, the games at, at, uh, at Space Aliens was a lot of fun. Uh, he's just a great kid, man. He's just uh, oh, he's every bit his dad's son. I know that he's got a he's got a very uh, very very um, 
what would I say, energetic spirit. <laughs> um, yeah, I love him. I love him. You know, like uh, one of the things that it's that's always a little tough is though is when I drive going back home to drop him off. But I mean, he could he can sense it too because he was like the last probably half hour he was hugging me, but also he was calling his mom every every five minutes. Where are you? Where are you? He kind of had mixed emotions. You could tell. That yeah, and, and 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 and. It, we try our best not to, you know, make, you know, make him, he wasn't feeling that bad. He had his puppy there when he got, when we met in rugby and stuff. And so, uh, you know, and he knew he was coming back in a couple of weeks, but you know, like that's, you know, it was a good, you know, I'm so happy that the way that things are going now, I suppose that went in the past. So I was actually going to call her and wait, have her wake up Cameron and bug all of them this morning just to kind of, you know, Dave Ryan used to do this thing in Minneapolis where he'd call his kids and wake them up whenever he's on the show. I was going to do the same thing. But um, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll go in a little bit more into some more uh, examples of people who were called to, you know, do God's work, and were just considered, you know, unqualified and not the right candidates, you know, maybe like Moses or even, you know, a lot, you know, would you say Job, Zacharias? Job, Zacharias, uh, Paul, um, there's so, there so many of them that you, you just look back and you're like, Wow, I, I see my life within their within their stories. Yeah. Alright, this is one hundred point seven FM. Turn up the truth with Chad Cole and the Tinker this morning. So we will be right back with one. <clears throat> Can you hear me? Oh you good, you're good. You good. Okay, cool. We got it's seven thirty-two. What time you gotta go teach your class at eight? Uh, yep. My class starts at eight, so so uh, seven thirty-two. So at about seven forty-five, I'll head up. So yeah. So after the break, you you can do do uh. So you'll have about ten more minutes on this break, and then then you can go up and then break and come over here. He's, he's gonna be going upstairs. You have about ten minutes, so just want to meet you, Cole. Absolutely, nice yeah. to meet you, sir. Yeah, good to meet you. This is, uh, you should hear this guy's story, Greg. This is, uh, this is a good testimony. I had him on a couple times now. And, uh, his, his current show he was on was not working out today, so he's fine. He's going to do his own. Yeah. Uh, what, 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 can you give me a brief, uh, kind of history? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was, I lost my complete sight in 2002. And, you know, when my mom was pregnant with me she imagined you know just a perfect healthy baby and when I was born with me arrived a flood of medical issues especially with my vision um I've had 80 plus surgeries in my life I um my brother then was born with his own set of medical issues so this really put our family straight to the test and but yet again through all that we're still wrestling with challenges today right uh, but we've learned that God is surrounding us with love and restoring us. He's a really great redeemer, no question. And, and so you find the Lord through the hard times kind of that sort of thing? Absolutely. Isn't that where we find him usually? It's not an easy time, is it? No. So, okay. Well, and you're from Bismarck here? I am. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. And about, how old are you? Okay. I'm 25. 25, okay. So I'm just kind of getting up. I'm 52 and my dad's good friends. And, yeah. Uh, so. Heard a lot of good things about oh, you. Oh, good. Good to hear. Uh, well, you, you can probably, uh, yeah, step in that one for 10 more minutes and join me on this side. Okay. And then you want me to come down after my class or to record that? Um, yes, okay. I was just reading Bobby Gray Eagle messaged me something was kind of crazy 
Um, oh, that guy, I love that guy. Now, Bobby's got a little long, but see, like him and I got similar, oh, I'm not similar, we're just coming from Native, I mean, we're both Native American ministers, but I mean, um, Bobby's got a world of knowledge, though. He's 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 been through some of the things that I I gotta go through pretty soon. So you know, I he was at, uh, last year we almost every Wednesday we're at Pastor Prayer together, and he always called his coffee black medicine. So <laughs> yeah, he like uh, he's got he's got he's kind of a funny. I mean, like we were we had a pretty pretty dis good discussion there on. Um, Monday, last Monday. Oh, wow. Just about certain doors. I mean, like, there's certain things aligning in areas that mm -hmm. don't normally align, so that's what we're trying to explore some opportunities on my yes. home home area. Mm -hmm. Welcome back, Bismarck. This is Turn Up the Truth with Chad, Cole, and the Tinker. Uh, Jessie's down to the, for the day. She will be back tomorrow. Um, just say some prayers for her, and we'll see her tomorrow. But uh, we were talking about before we took a break called people who were called that were considered unqualified right yes and um we, we talked a little bit about noah yeah and you know people thought he was crazy Man, and, building an ark for 40 days and yeah what, what are you doing uh you know and actually Noah Noah was an alcoholic too i believe he drank a lot right well, afterwards, we found out he was. But I don't know beforehand, <laughs> but... Uh, well, it's just like, you know, I mean, people have faults and they're, they're not qualified. People will judge them saying they're not qualified mm -hmm. for what they're called for, but God qualifies them. He, mm -hmm. he, he's the one who takes them and makes them qualified. Mm -hmm. So we talk, we talk about Moses. Now, Moses didn't even know God. I mean, he, he, was, a, he was his people, but he was raised as, a, as an Egyptian prince. Mm. Right, yeah. Moses was a, is a good example of that, and you know, with his brother, and and uh, not not uh, you know willing, to, so at least at first, willing to to sort of uh, fulfill his role. He's uh, mm -hmm. a, a great story. You know, one of the things I think about with Moses, and, and you talk about you know not perfect people. Uh, you know, in, in the way I read the read the book, the Bible, uh, there's a there's a there's I can't remember what, which one which one it is, but it's when Jesus was talking about. About Moses and about the, the covenant of uh, or not covenant, but the, uh, about about divorcing you, your your spouse. You know? uh, that that's one of those things that uh, you know. Even when Moses was called, uh, Jesus, in my opinion, makes it clear that uh, that Moses gave that uh, that uh, that divorce decree as a as a as a uh, concession to our hardened hearts. So so you're you're not immune from making mistakes even when you have the calling. And when you get yeah. in place, so you True. you know it's a, it, it's a, it, it's a on the job training and uh, it's on the fly, man. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I think all of it is usually. I mean, I, like when I became a, I became a father, and I, I'm the only one that I think that could talk on this part of it. But I mean, when I became a father, they didn't come with a, they didn't come. Well, you actually, but you were involved in raising a couple of kids, of course. Um, but they didn't come with manuals, Cole. No, no. <laughs> and, and, you know, like, I had to watch every little fall off the couch, roll over, you know, fall off, you know, you know, you have to keep an eye on them. You know, I thought maybe they were like dogs where I could just kind of train them a little few things, but no, it wasn't. Take I had to get, every half hour. I had to keep an eye on them. I had to actually, you know, but no, in all seriousness, it's a, it's a, it's a learning, it's a learning experience right off from the jump. And, um, this, you know, it scares you. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I was terrified when I became a father. I was terrified the whole the whole pregnancy, and I was terrified when I became a father. Mm -hmm. 
You're one of the best dads I, I, you know, I see around, Chad. You really are. I mean, you really love your kids. There's no question about it. And, oh, I, I love them. I do. And, uh, you know, you're not perfect either, but, but, but boy, you sure try hard and, and you make time for them. And, and uh, you, know, you know, I just I admire you for that for sure. There's definitely one of your better, best qualities for sure. Um, well, you know, I've, I've, in my, in my years of abuse, I, you know, I, I lacked in that area and it was something I always did pride myself on was being close to my kids and trying to, you know, always be a good father and so that they can always know that they can come to me with whatever they, whatever their problems are, you know, and I had some years where I wasn't present. I mean, I just was really just lost, you know, in dark places and, you know, I didn't handle my fatherly duties properly and so... It, it it causes some you know resentments and some hard feelings and there's still some healing going on there but what really what really makes me happy is that through all of that there is healing because my son is about I'm not about to be a grandfather which is I'm too young to be a grandfather first of all and second of all <laughs> second of all you know in this in this my son reached out to me he was you know he was going to school and he's like well I gotta go to work I gotta get some stuff lined up for this for the baby and he was taking on his responsibilities you know and um I was proud of him in that aspect and the second thing that would really impress me is the fact that I must have did something right because he called me for the help I mean <clears throat> you know and this is the one out of all of my three older boys that probably had the biggest chip on his shoulder with me so um you know I know all I, you know, I've been giving him advice as he asks for it, but at the same time, I cannot do it for him. He's going to have to learn through That's trial right. and error. Right. And, um, you know, uh, I, I'm, I, I, I have faith in him. I do. I have confidence in my son to, to get the, to get this figured out. His name is Jace, uh, and to be a good father, because, I mean, this is when he ran away from home when he was 16. <clears throat> he was kind of running, bouncing all over the place with his brothers and his cousin. And they were kind of, you know, just out on running, running amok. And about a year later, you know, after I, a bunch of times of trying to get him, find him, bring him home, uh, you know, kept missing him. About a year and a half, year, a year or so later, he calls me and he says he wants to come home. You know, he was tired of being out there and not having anything and not doing this. And he just kind of really seen that that wasn't worth it. And he had already missed a year of high school. But... He wanted to go to Job Corps. Well, he went to Job Corps, and in the first four months at Job Corps, he really uh, he caught up his entire year year plus of school he missed, and he was already on the same pace as his graduating class. So he decided he wanted to go back to school, and he graduated on time with his graduating class. And you know, I was really proud of him. That she just shows how hard of a worker he is, and when he's determined, he can really make things happen. You know, and so. Um, I had a, my oldest son was valedictorian of his graduating class. Wow. And um, my, my second oldest, he was, he was the, you know, he was the star basketball player. Good, uh, he was an honor mm -hmm. student. He, him too, he had a scholarship to go play basketball. Jace didn't get either, none of, either one of the, them accolades. But you know what? He worked harder than the other guys. I was, I was probably more proud of him getting that diploma. I'm proud of all three of them. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I love all three of them, and I'm proud of them. But, I mean, I think I had more pride that day that Jay's got his diploma than, you know, the day the valedictorian got his. And it wasn't because I, I favor him either. No, I just know how hard he worked to get it. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, well, we were talking during the break about, uh, you know, how, how, how you, you know, get the, the word God or how you get, you know, the Holy Spirit. Uh, it really doesn't come from the, the good times. It's not... You know, and so hard times, I guess, are necessary. I, I don't know how else to put that, but 
Uh, it just seems like they're necessary uh, to, you know, I always think that, you know, we probably forget about God if we if it was so, if life was so good, uh, we, we just wouldn't remember him. So, yeah, and, and that's, that's just it, you know, if we were all, if we were all living the proper Christian life, then we wouldn't actually, sin wouldn't exist and we'd all be in the garden yet. Yeah, and as a father, as a father, you know, luckily, uh, and again, I say this a lot too, but you know the real father uh, is 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 your children's father too. Yes. So he's going to have his hand and his uh, heart in on, on helping your kids for sure, Amen. just like he helped you and just like he helped you know those before you. So. Well, see, some I was talking with somebody, and I was actually going to show you this, Greg. This is uh, so last night. Um, I started getting these voice clips in in the messages, and this uh, of a young lady. She's sharing her testimony, but she can only record 50-second voice clips at a time. So there's like 30 of them. But, I mean, uh, she was uh, actually in the... Um, it, you, um, all right, Cole, you want to say goodbye before you go? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for having me. Uh, it's been a pleasure being on this morning uh, covering for Jesse. But uh, we will see you um, hopefully this next week on Classroom of God on uh, Monday at noon. All right. Cool. Thank you, Cole. Thank you. You have a good afternoon, sir. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. So I will be down after uh, class then. Okay. And we can record that. And Sounds good. That'll work, Cole. Good, good to meet you. Good to meet you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We'll uh, see. I really admire you. And, uh, Think you're doing a great, wonderful thing, and yeah, thank you. Yeah, so you take it easy, I guess. We'll see you soon. Yes. Okay. Okay, we'll see you about eight fifty nine o'clock. That's why it's got feedback. You want to stay on that topic? You want to keep going? There we go. I was just uh, I was doing that for because Cole's more of a more more of a structured guy. One too, this is actually a remake of somebody else's. That is, oh, which one? Yeah, like, yeah. But it's Thomas Rhett and Reba McIntyre and Hillary Scott. He's been through before he's before he was 15 years old. And by the way, we're uh, we're alive right now too. Um. um uh, he had 80 surgeries before he was uh, eight, 15 years old, he said. And his brother went through the same thing. That's crazy, man. They, they gotta have some parents that are really strong in their faith. Right, that's you know, something I couldn't imagine trying to have you do it. You know? I couldn't imagine anything. I mean, I mean, like, Cameron had to have surgery on his front two teeth. I think I called her 15 times that morning to see how it went. And it was just something that, you know, that is a common surgery, but still, I was worried about him because he. She showed me the picture of him whenever they get, he went, uh, they put him under. Right. <coughs> and he just looked just so pitiful out there. There's that song right there that I was showing you yesterday. Okay, yeah, I know I like that one. Whiskey Myers, yeah, that's yeah. good. See, he's singing a different right here. 
more quicker. It's not as slow as the, as the acoustic version. Seems like he does that, uh, maybe speed up a little bit on the tempo. I don't know, but, uh, like, you know, you can count it, but, uh, uh, you know, he's got another guitar player there, too. So, and, and on this one, he's got drums and everything. But uh, the one we like to listen to... Uh, the acoustic version. Right. Right. Things that I But, you know, uh, you know, speaking of music, I, you know, the... the, the the, 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 what do you call it? Christian music now? Or, you know, you know, a lot of it's yeah. going so mainstream. Jordan Fleas is going to be here in October. I hear oh, is that right? Yeah. I've seen him. I met him at uh, I met him over at uh, Evangel one time. Uh, we did a lot of his stuff before. Uh, he's really a, a great guy. And uh, I'll have him on the radio. And yeah. Then, and then yeah. I think we're going to promote something for him. So, is he local or? What? No, he's not local. He's not local, but but he's. Uh, uh, he does get around a lot, and he's a young young guy, and uh, he's got writes great music, and uh, uh, he has a heart for the Lord. I know that, and uh, um, you know he's he's kind of living his dream too. I think. Well, that, that definitely living his dream. Like he's like on every like he's on all the top. I mean, he's in the top Christian songs that are out there right now on all the top. And Christian radio, Christian music is actually getting so close to mainstream as far as like the way their beats and everything are going. I agree. Yeah. Um, that. And the message is about God. It's so it's it's really cool because like it's it's actually a lot. It's gaining a lot of steam. And so like if you're a star in Christian world now, you're 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 well known. <laughs> no, that's right. Uh, there was always uh, you know a few that that in, in Christian music, but it, to me it's become so similar to let's say at least the, from a musical standpoint, the, the secular music that it's almost uh, impossible to, to to tell the difference between them. When, well, uh, when 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 uh, you just look at the, at, the, at the music, but 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 the, but the words are obviously different. And, and, that's and where that's, you gotta look. Yeah, and then that is where you look. But you know, when I look back into some of the, uh, uh, you know, I'll say old school you know, folks like Johnny Cash and, and, and folks back in those days. Maybe some Christian music here. The words they used, the words they used, seem to have a, a resonance to them. And and and. A, and a, well, you tell me a couple of the ones you're talking about, and I'll play them here later. But I mean, right here, I'll yeah. show you. I'll show you the. Like this is a this next one is a Christian song that um, you wouldn't be able if you actually were flipping through the radio dial yeah. unless you were listening to the words of this song you wouldn't be able to tell if it was Christian or mainstream. Right, and and, and Jordan's stuff is like that too. You know, you know his uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, to the river or what? The, the, oh, yeah, that that's yeah. that's a good song. Yeah, and that, that's the one we used to do a lot of and. Uh, you know that, that's just a it's just as similar as any secular music I could find really you know I like this song though because this, this young man got a good story too this this, this Saint Dre he's like he was a drug dealer falling into a world of drugs and then and he found God like yeah. young though that's like you know he didn't wait 42 years well, well it's all right to, you know he's a rock star never, never too uh, you know, late to, to change and, uh, I'm living proof of that myself so uh, uh, it's not easy. And, and How's Joe doing this morning? Oh, I think he's doing good. Uh, I think he's doing good. He was uh, his, his birthday is uh, it's on the second here. So that's is that, is that tomorrow or is that? That's, no, uh, that was the first Wednesday, right? Wednesday. So Joe's birthday is Wednesday. Yes, it is. He's gonna be 87 years old, and you know uh, he's killing me for saying this, but uh, you know we're, we're hoping that uh, that Joe can uh, dad can uh, uh, you know. We looked at some uh, at some world records on, on bench presses for those over ninety. Now I know that sounds funny, but but I think you got a shot at it. You really, what is it? You know, it, it's it, 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 anything. I think it was a, under ninety was like I think it was one hundred eighty five pounds. If I read it correctly, over ninety, which you have a lot less. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot left 
competition there. I think it's right around 135 pounds. Honestly. I think he can. I think yeah. he can do it. He can do it today. I, you know, he's got three years to go, and he can do you know more than that. But uh, you know, we'll see. Okay, we'll do a little we'll role reversal. Yeah. Like I'll be his Mickey, and he could be my he could be my Rocky. <laughs> he killed me if you heard me talking about this right now because he's such a humble guy and he's uh, pretty you know kind of a shy guy, but too. But uh, he could, He's not that humble. He took his shirt off. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, I guess he did that, so... Uh, I like Joe. I like him a lot. He's a great dad and uh, just a wonderful, you know... I can tell you, I can tell you guys are close. Yeah, we've had our moments, and, and there hasn't always been times where, where he... Uh, where we decided to see eye to eye, even today, but, uh, you know, I, I respect him and love him. I try to do the best I can to honor him, and, uh, and I, I fail all the time, but, but he doesn't seem to hold it against me. He's got a good way about him of not judging people and, and, and about, um, you know, and about forgetting about kind of the things that, that happened in the past and just kind of, uh, you know, moving forward on the relationships and, and, and all of I mean, he, He's, he's uh, struggling in some social areas because of all oh, some things. He, he, he says he has a stuttering problem. I don't hear much, but... But, in, but it's, 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 it's his, he, you know, he believes he has it, so yes, I, mean, I don't hear it either. Right. Um, when he was younger, it was probably worse, but yeah. I like the way you told me he's ministering to uh, his neighbors, though. Well, yeah, he's recently, you know, you know, uh, mom passed away well, a year and a half ago here or so, close to two years now. That uh, dad and her were, were married 57 years, so he's. We wondered about him, wondered what you know what would become of him, and, and you know, we're watching him. He lives right down the street from me, so I see him all, you know all the time, every day. And uh, but he's really coming out of his shell a bit more, and, and, and he's uh, uh, you know. He never thought he had a lot to offer to, to, to younger people, uh, you know, other than, you know, his, his, his sons, which, you know, I'm more afraid to control now, but, but no, he's, he's talking to the younger guys, and uh, you, you know what he says, uh, the, the younger guys have been asking a lot recently, but it's, it's about the relationships they're having yeah. with, with, uh, with, the, with the ladies. I was going to say, yeah. like, the, my, my questions to anybody who was over 50 when I was probably in my early 20s was always about relationships, because you know what? We struggle with them big time, man. Oh, it is. It's really, really hard. The, I think, you know, I think that particularly you know, the, the women's side of things is, is really, really, really difficult these days. It's not easy for men either, but, but the women are asked to do some things that uh, the men aren't, you know, aren't asked to do. And, and so um, I'm, most of the women that I'm, I've talked to, they, they always say that, you know, they're... And, and men as well, but is their their most important or biggest achievement I'll say is is raising kids and uh, and, and and men included in that. So uh, that's pretty important to them. But yet, you know, we turn them and we say, well, you need to uh, you know pay the rent. You need to uh, you know be a good cook and you need to be all these things. But you also need to make a living and uh, you know uh, work for a living. And, and that's hard. That's really hard. Well, it's 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 hard because like we well. The way things are going today, you know, everybody, like, first of all, it's all this, they went away from the family, the old, the old what was, I guess, considered the norm, which would have been yeah. the Susie homemaker, dad brings home the bacon, and the kids are raised by mom, and, you yeah. know, and all that stuff, and uh, baby boomers, you know, hit the hit Woodstock, and it went all down from there, so, I mean, um, <laughs> you know. It's, it's true, our families have changed, unfortunately, and they call it the new norm, and, and, and it's, it's, 
even in my family, it's it's kind of hard to swallow in a lot of ways. But uh, you know, it, it, there is a new norm out there. That doesn't mean we can't uh, you know get back to well, what, or at least at least uh, you know get back to what Christ t- told us about uh, you know and marriage and family. Yeah, yeah and, and treat each other that way. Uh, well, know. okay. Well, Christ, he 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 taught. We were talking earlier about uh, you know uh, those called uh, the prophets or whatever you want to call them that that um, you know. God knows that those people need help, and God knows that we all need help, and, and of course He does. Before we even ask, is what He says. So uh, you know He's going to provide those people for us, and uh, you know if we can sort of—I always think we got to kind of read the signs a little bit. And uh, but and exactly, that's our, you know, the discernment is—you know—that is where I struggle a lot. I, I can't. Well, tell, you know. I don't know what, about you, but with me, he has a very specific way of of showing me things. He really, really, really just—I mean. He's got to kind of do it like a ch- like a child to me. Like I, I, if it ain't right in front of my face or it ain't slapping me in the face, and then I ain't seeing it or hearing it sometimes, you know. And then when he does that, even sometimes I, I'm still confused about it. Exactly. Like I said, I got laid out by the Holy Spirit. That didn't work. My um, my mentor and other our uh, other leader Christian leaders and advisors have told me the same thing as what this this the Holy Spirit put on me. And I still had doubt and, and didn't believe him. And then, but a four year old girl at a gas station. <laughs> could actually give me a prophetic word in the gas station checkout line. And I looked at her, and I knew right then and there that, okay, yeah, maybe these guys are right. It's beautiful, beautiful. that He does work, work through that. When I, I always notice him, and that's maybe different for everybody, but I, I always notice the Holy Spirit in my life, in uh, in, in nature, and in, in music, and in children. Uh, and when I say children, I mean people too, but but, but children are a lot. But, you know, it, it's funny how when you're you know walking out uh, in nature, and you're you're you know talking with God. All of a sudden, no. you know the birds are singing and the and, and things right. are sun shining. You're like on Cinderella. Yeah, or, well, you know, or no, is it not Cinderella? Is that it's not Cinderella. Snow, it's no white. It's like anyway. I always think he's trying to co- communicate with us, and I think those th- three things are, are ways that he really does talk to me. And uh, it doesn't mean I understand you know much of what he says, but but I, I know that he's ever always trying to do that. And. Uh, uh, you know, I, I feel that, that that all the time the discernment is really difficult when you got a person or uh, you got a thing with the you know the devil you know chipping at every little uh, crack that you have. Yeah, but you, you, know, you know the end of the book, right? Well, I do know the end of the book, and uh, uh, it's it's a, it, the best story you know you ever hear you ever hear. And the thing about it being a story is it's a true story. So yeah, so you, know, I mean, and, you just look at me right in the eye and say, man, you don't even know what to do here. You you lost already anyway. So right, right. I, I mean. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 fear, it's fear and uh, and worry of the unknown that get people most of the time. Like they, they, even if God puts something on them, and if they can't see it right, you know, see the path or and it's not laid out for them, they they don't want to take that step out I agree. out in faith. Well, fear is a big a big you know it can well, either be a motivator or it can be a deterrent. But but in, in this day, it's it, it's still both. But it's really a, really tough these days. Everybody seems to be afraid. Uh, the the COVID thing that we're dealing with now is is a visual reminder to us everywhere we go that that we we need to fear or we we, we could fear I should say uh, these kinds of things and and so it, it's it's well it's in front of us uh, I think if you looked and asked everybody honestly they'd say that fear is is probably one of the biggest problems they have because 
it can paralyze you. Uh, uh, it can stop you from doing the things you need to do, and it can it, you know do a lot of bad things to you. It it, it can also be a, a motivator as well. But uh, you know, I always think that I'm I'm, I'm fearful of, of not trying something. Looking back at my life and saying, well, I didn't try this, so uh, I don't want to be I don't want to you know I don't want to fear that. So maybe I tried too much, too many uh, you know. Yeah. Things. Well, you know, you're you're you're. I I like your approach at times because uh, you're you're a pot stirrer, stirrer and a, a feather ruffler and all that. Well, I I I don't you know intentionally try to be as some people would. If you're, uh, is it calling yeah. like uh, certain homes and certain government offices, then you're doing it intentionally. So, <laughs> I mean, and I know the people you called already. But you have an opinion of COVID. Yeah. Well, no, I do, and and uh, and, uh, and there's a reason why it's called COVID nineteen. Is that right? Yeah. Well, it's this. You know, it's not because of twenty nineteen, like they said either. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's because it's you know the guy who works for the the places that that name these diseases. Yeah. He come right out and said he said it's the nineteenth version of of COVID. I see. The first the first version of it hit in nineteen eighteen actually. Okay. Well, I don't I don't know what's what's happening. I I know that there's it's almost it's almost become a well really it has become a political issue if you if you go into some of the stores or whatever it's it's almost like you can almost that like you can tell you know what what people are going to be voting on you know, it's, it's, second, you know so it's, it's control man it is a control thing it's 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 too bad but uh you know uh, you know, um, I don't know what else to say about it really, other than uh, I hope it's not what it, what they say it is a pandemic. It doesn't seem like it is to me, but uh, I don't I don't suffer from it. So, uh, I, but I don't want to be fearful of anything uh, uh, about it. Uh, you know, the the fear it can be oh, crippling, and and, and what it, it does oh, it? Yeah, it it actually I'll go back. To, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you no. either, but I mean I'm gonna go back to that a little bit. Um, when COVID, when I first heard about COVID, the one thing that it didn't bother me, and, and even I figured even if I got it, it wasn't going to bother me. And my brothers and sisters, I felt the same way about them. My dad, everybody, one person's popped into my mind though because of I was watching these people who were passing according to the news, and with the the, the their symptoms were a lot of times, and most of them had a certain age group, yeah. pre-existing conditions, yeah. and a weakened immune system. Well, that you know, I have a close family member that suffers from that, and when she yeah. got it, she tested positive for um, COVID. I mean, like the fear. Fear entered into yeah, me, right. and you know, I wasn't ready. I was, I had these these negative thoughts, and I wasn't ready to. I was I was writing her off before she's written off, and then or before she's gone, and then I was also having these negative thoughts. You know, like, you know, well, I didn't give her a chance. I didn't give God a chance either. Right. You know, I went right right to negativity and like not really negativity, but self pity. You know, and just like. You know, fear. I was, yeah. I was well, afraid of losing it, my mother. It's just, just it's something, and, and, and somebody, uh, somebody understands that fear is a motivator because, in some cases, too, because uh, you know we're we're all sure doing a lot of things that uh, out of fear, and uh, I just, I just, you know, the only, you know, the only thing that you really need to fear, and, and you don't even need to fear that after you get to know it, after you get to know him, is the Lord Himself. And, yep. uh, you know, and and because because He talks and He says you you can do what you want with you, with the body. But but with with uh, eternal life, uh, that's the one to fear. And, but you know, and that's that's not even enough of a motivator in, in a lot of people's cases, and even in my case, to 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 maybe change some of my ways. But well, I mean, you know, you know, it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to get away from things you've learned and you know, and you know, um. In some cases, they, some are easier, some are not, not so easy. But a lot of times, it's uh, we have a tendency to build up these uh, habits and these these problems that we create yeah. for ourselves in lives, and we're good at hanging ourselves. I know that. Uh, especially, I know that. Especially without 
especially when you don't have God, you really, really, really get good at it. Right. As tough as it is these days with all the things that we're dealing with, think of it with if you didn't have Jesus and, and God in, in your life. I mean, it, well, how it would be, well, it is impossible to, to deal with. I would uh, not be here, I know that already. Yeah, and, 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 and people, uh, and I don't care if they, you know, you know, uh, call you, call me a, a Jesus freak or whatever they want to call, want to, whatever they want to say about it. Uh, you know, the, the truth is still the truth, and so anybody that wants to make fun of anybody who's praying or talking about God or wanting to know more about God, that is the person who has the problem. Because you know what? Who right. doesn't want to know God? I mean, if you have any kind of faith and you have a belief in a higher power or you yeah. believe in God, you should not be making fun of anybody who wants to know that. No, you shouldn't. It shouldn't. They're, they're trying to, you know, commune with, with, with the Lord himself. So, uh, uh, you know, but, the, you know, the, the fear, uh, it's just, it's, it's crippling in a lot of cases uh, to, to a lot of people in, in, in my, my life sometimes too. And, and so, uh, so, can you give me an example of some areas where like fear starts to sink in on you, Greg? Well, I mean, I'm a vocal person, and and, and there's times when it, when I could speak up for for something that I know is true, uh, or or speak against something that I know is false, and and I don't for about a political correctness reason, or 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 because I don't want to be liked, or I want to uh, um, fit in a little bit better. But uh, uh, you know, there's there, there's there's numerous examples. Uh, um, you know, there's just so many numerous examples uh, uh, that you know it's hard to even pinpoint one because because it, it's just it's tough. Uh, you know, sometimes I walk around run around the house. You know, the the, the faucet downstairs you know leaks it's hot mm -hmm. water. And, and you know, I don't want to leave the house because I'm afraid this thing. You're gonna flood your house. Yeah, right. So and, and you know, just even little things like that, and they can be become really big things too. But uh, but there's a lot of big things that that that, that fear you know stops me from doing. Uh, um, you know, if, if, if we just uh, realize that, that uh, you know, the fear is, um, you know, it's going to be present, in, in, but, but it's kind of how you, how you deal with it. Everybody's got fears. It's how you deal with it that, that makes the difference. Uh, I haven't figured that out yet, but... Uh. Um, yeah, it is actually, you know, how you deal with it does make the difference. Like, with me, I, I fear settled, it settled in with my, the, the whole situation with my mother, but... Where I notice it'll really settle in is when I start to, and I hate the idea of money and I hate the idea of anything to do with it a lot of times, but I got to become a good steward of it because it's required to live life and, you know, do things in ministry as well. So, I mean, like, uh, but when I start to, like, maybe get a little low on cash and then I notice that my bills are all coming up and I don't know if I'm going to have enough to pay them or something, you know, you know, um, I'll start to panic because, like, in them cases and a lot of times in the past, like, even during my addiction, I didn't care if I lost place. I'd just go get a different one or whatever. But, uh, you know, I became homeless on several different occasions after, like, situations like that. So I, there is a little anxiety and, and panic that steers up inside of me in situations like that. And that's another time when I can catch myself making not-so-good decisions because it's just like, you know, um, I'm worried about things a lot of times. And then, and then it causes me to you know um not finish up on things i'm doing or just my mind is not in the right spot right. all the time you know so it's kind of like that quarterback that uh, you know in the nfl that that, that don't even say totally <laughs> throws the interception and then the next time he gets back on the field Quick if he's time. thinking about it he might throw another one per, you know more easily uh, most, of, would, most of the time yeah, they do and that, that's because their mind isn't in the game that, that that's that's a, that's what happens uh, it's called uh, quicksand yeah and so the more you, you fight yeah. the more you fight the, the deeper you sink yourself and so, 
right and and, the, and, and and Christ mentions all, all the time uh, you know what what don't don't worry about your your clothes that you wear although we don't have to worry about those things as much don't worry about the clothes you wear the food you'll be eating or you know, anything is like that you know because uh, there's, when the sparrow falls uh, the father knows about it so we are much more uh, you know valuable uh, to him you know? you know one of the first uh, sermons I ever heard at the church you used to play uh, worship at yeah. Uh, was the 72. You know that story? Well, tell me. Uh, tell us. Um, Jesus sent 72 of his uh, disciples, ordinary men and women, to go out and uh, spread his, his teachings. To, and he, he instructed them as they were leaving, don't take any extra provisions, don't take any extra clothes, don't, don't do nothing. And just go out and teach what I've taught you and come back in 30 days and let me, like, you know, give me your praise reports. And... Um, you got to, basically he was telling them to step out on faith that God's going to have them covered through this whole entire journey that and you know and this is in a time where they were they were the, they were the minority people were really ridiculing them and persecuting them for the belief in in what Jesus was teaching so that's really a bigger bigger testimony to their act of faith because they they actually all did it yeah. he sent them out in pairs of two yeah because, you know, the whole two become three, there's three yeah. strands are not easily broken. Right. Um, so, they all came back. Every one of them looked healthier, were wearing nicer clothes, well-fed, all taken care of. And they all had praise reports saying, you know, basically they knew who Jesus was. He was the Messiah. He, they knew. They couldn't believe the evil spirits they could cast out and all the things that they did uh, yeah. in his name. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and then there is a faith thing. I, the, you know, faith is uh, faith covers a lot of things, man, and uh, uh, we got to have it in our lives, and, and it's got to be tested. And it's, to me, it's like a muscle. Uh, you know, the more you the more you use it, the, the stronger you get with it, and the, and the more things you can do with it. So, uh, I really feel that way about it. And uh, you know, and that doesn't mean I have any much faith at all. But but I just know that if I use it more, that I'll be able to do even greater things. You but you, yeah. you know, yeah. more things. You know, like if yeah. you ask, you'll provide. Yeah. So um, when we're done, I'll actually ask to pray for pray for me because I want a vac two week vacation because I want to go ziplining in Rio and I need the money and the plane tickets and stuff everything. So okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good point. You know, I know that the station here is. Uh, you know, we we went out and talked to a couple of folks in the community, great people and stuff. And uh, you know, I, I know you guys. I know I know the station. You know, needs. Uh, uh, oh, we need, they, they need some we help need, and, and they need some 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 help and uh, you know anybody that can can give to the station. I know that that Chad and New Song and, and Kurt and everybody else should. You really appreciate it, and, and it's something that's got to be on your heart to do that. But, but I mean, they, they, oh, the the radio station that needs it, 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 they all do. So, and for local yeah. businesses, I got uh, a lot of different things that you can look at that we can partner up right. with, and and beneficial for both of us as well. As, and not only that, uh, we're gonna we got some fundraising ideas that we've been throwing out there. I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna actually ask your opinion live on the air on these sure. couple of these. Sure. Well, starting tomorrow, we're gonna announce that we're gonna be taking songs from local artists and it could be secular or christian based but we're we're gonna be piling these songs and hearing the song we'll listen to them and at the end of the month we're gonna take the top 20 songs and then from there the next announcement will be, well, be uh an announce but it will be really good because you send you submit your music you're gonna get a record deal if it gets picked to be in the top 20 you got a chance to get a record deal <laughs> and and two live performances i'm working on one major venue i already got one locked down well i'm all on board with that yeah you know it's uh i i, I just you know i i know you've been saying this to me chad and we talked about it but uh 
you know, it's something that I've been I'm trying to work on one myself. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping that I can have a little edge because I might know somebody, but uh, it, that's not true at all. But, but I, you know, I just want to write a good song and uh, uh, always inspire know, somebody. Inspire yeah. somebody, right? It, it, it's 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 hard to write music, and 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 it's just different skill than actually than actually performing it. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to get into music, but but it's a different skill, and so. Uh, to be able to, to write them is, is uh, you know, not for everybody, but it's, and, and then if you add all the, like, you know, you guys have a great studio here. You have a, a yeah, great yeah. studio. And that's another yeah, thing I, mean, I want to say is if yeah. anybody needs help producing and recording that song, they can come in, just but they got to call and schedule it with me or Jesse, and we will get you in a time to could do that. Um, when our production guy and our editor is here as well. Yeah. So I it's mean, top notch. It's top notch. I've been to a couple of studios in you know in Minneapolis and, and you know around this area. I have you know uh, my own you know. Well, they say we got the second best or the best uh, um, actually my you know quality. Uh, yeah. uh, sound room in the yeah. in the in the Midwest. So yeah. Um, you know, uh, with uh, that, we so with these these submissions now the top twenty songs, and I'm just kind of giving you guys some brief details of this. The top twenty songs are gonna be selected, and then from there they're gonna we're gonna have like a, a competition, live competition, though, where they're gonna come on, they're right. gonna perform, uh, like you know we're gonna keep it not probably made it a whole song, it might be like a, a two minute clip of what they're gonna you know just right. abbreviated version. That's what they sure. do on American Idol anyway. Yeah, they do. They do. And it's gonna be kind of like American Idol, but it's gonna be here at the song, and we will. You know, people come in an auditorium, they can vote on a. I'm gonna. They'll be able to vote on an app, yeah. and you know they can donate towards the you know the yeah, ministry right. and help us out with that and to to keep that promoted. And at the end of this, you know, first week we're gonna eliminate half the songs right off the bat. Right, right. You know, just yeah. on the votes, and then after that it gets a little more technical because you get to you know get more in right. depth and more detail. You get to showcase your your talent a little more, and that way at the end we have a true. Bismarck yeah. idol. I mean, not, not even an idol. We're not even call it yeah. an idol. We're gonna call yeah. it. We're gonna call it. You know, let's think of a name for that. We're, yeah. we're gonna come yeah. up with a name. Right. It's good. You know, I went to a worship art worship arts conference in in Fargo a few years ago, and uh, they had some. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's Jason. Uh, he was. He's one of the major guys in the Christian music, but he taught a class. Jason. Or uh, I'm not be getting the wrong name there. Right. But there was you could you could sign up for classes, and one of the classes was. The songwriting class, and so they had they had uh, a guy. He's from Minnesota. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, he he sat and literally told us how he was writing songs and and in a, in a classroom setting. And, and he and, and what he said was which was interesting is uh, you know he, he said every time he comes up with a rule that, that he's not going to do, all of a sudden the song comes to him in that way, and then he writes and writing the song that way. So uh, you know it, it, it's inspired. It's almost like if you say to God, you know. I'm not. I can't do it. You know, can't do it this way or whatever. He says, "Yeah, no, you're gonna do it this way," and so then you do it that way. But, yeah. But it comes out great. You know, that's the thing. And so, uh, you know, this guy. I mean, you've heard him. Uh, he was. He had some. You know, really big hits. Uh, really big, great songs. Uh, but but he's he and he said, you know, uh, sometimes he wrote the the music first. Sometimes he wrote the words first. Uh, and, and sometimes it came to him in a, in, a, in a form of a melody, or sometimes it uh, was just a couple word phrase or something like that, and, and he'd work from there. And it, it's it's like I said, different different kind of skill, and and it's uh, it's it's wonderful. My money's on uh, Jess, is who I'm going. Well, oh, there's a lot of talent. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what? She's she's got a lot of talent. Jessie's very talented. She's like one of one of a kind kind of talent. Um, she, yeah, she's got a voice. She's got it all. She's, but um, there's there's other talent out there. There's some, oh, there is, there is. No, yeah. I mean like uh, don't don't discount the boys. Don't discount no, the no, boys. No, no, no. And and all, one of the things at the conference was and then at the end of it, uh, at the end of, of that classroom, then they then what we did is we all we gathered around. I don't in this class there was probably fifty of us, 
and and they they just said let's play play the music here right and then they had a place and then and you played your original music and and I I, I found every song was uh, you know pretty good and, and and some were exceptional and 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 some uh, you know you, you could see where they could maybe be having a little bit of improvement but 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 all in all it really brought us all close together and you know you know there's so much good music out there that we just will never hear and all the so, time I mean yeah. like if you go on SoundCloud there's a million songs loaded every day right and you know then yeah. you're not gonna hear every song that's ever no. uploaded and, and played but you know, and a lot of it has to do with the way it's promoted, the way it's advertised, and getting it out there whenever it is out there. Because like, there is a lot of good music that doesn't get heard. Yeah, oh, it's it's just amazing. I mean, I think I somebody told me there's a, maybe a million songs that get downloaded, the original songs, you know, every year on on these, on these a million songs. Yeah. We don't hear that. And yeah. see, and, uh, I'm signed. I'm signed. We're signed up here with our uh, with our license and everything and our production yeah. stuff on 150 different platforms. If anybody had a had an interest or a, a thought of, of Recording music or recording, uh, you know, a song or partials of a song. I mean, this is where they should come because definitely, yeah, because you, you guys really do it. It's top notch here, and and, and you, you get, you know, it's just an opportunity for for others. I know you'd help. I know you guys help them too. So it's just an opportunity. Yeah. If, I mean, if you ever had a thought of doing it, you know, for for you know, it's a good time to do it, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you want, uh, if you want to get in touch with me, all you gotta do is uh, or Jesse, all you gotta do is get in touch with us on any one of our social media pages or you can call New Song Church they'll get us the message usually pretty quick or you can call the studio for right now if you want to already your information on it's uh, 701-450-1424 um, you know don't be shy don't be shy if you had an inkling about it, do it you know it, it's absolutely. hard to put yourself out there but but you know, don't be shy if you have it. If you have, a, and uh, is it like with this, the, with the only rules as far as the music part of it goes is it. It can be it can be secular or it can be Christian. It can be just about any genre. Um, it can, actually it could be any genre. But here's the here's the key points. <laughs> it cannot glorify drug and alcohol usage. No. It can cannot glorify abuse and uh, you know like physical violence or or gun or you know anything right. that's. Right inappropriate that you basically right. don't want that you see if you anything you see in the news don't glorify it yeah well it's like a, it's like the, i always think there, there's two two kinds of songs uh, songs are about what love is and songs are about what love is not i listen to both of them and, and but i think you want the ones that were about what love is well i mean like yeah. i mean you know yeah. I, I like a lot of different i go back and forth with a lot of these things i mean i like uh oh, i know you and uh, i got some songs that really just to talk about you could just it's about with me it's about where if I could feel where this person's at when they sing a song, Aaron Luz is uh, the country rebel blue, you know, acoustic, uh, yeah, acoustic version of Lost and Lonely. I mean that that song wrecked me the first time I ever heard that version of it. It, it like he we could tell he was singing and he was coming from a place where he he lived it. Yeah, it's, if it's if it's honest and from if it's from your heart and you can get it out in, in melody and, and in words, yeah, boy, people do listen and. Uh, you know, if, and, and I, it's scary. That's scary too. That's a fear I've had. I should have mentioned that one. The fear of writing some music, but you know, it, because you put yourself out there and you think, oh, geez, I, I maybe, uh, act, you know, I just, you know, appear or, or it seems like I'm, you know, not not real good or whatever. It's, a, you know, it's it's your personal story. But those are the yeah. only ones that are, that yeah. really that really yeah. that really actually make yeah. a good song is that because there's there's song from personal experience, so there's something from like what I would say the soul, yeah, and sure. um. You know, like, there's another one that gets me is uh, Whiskey Myers' is Stone. I mean, like, he's got a really, really good, there are some really good verses in there. And I like how he starts off, you know, they say Jesus was a poor man. I guess I should have a little more him than me. Right. But that verse where he talks about, you know, getting up on stage and how many, 
you know, like he's out there in front of everybody, basically, is what he's saying. Yeah. And then when he leaves that stage, the backstage is full of parasites. Like everybody's trying to leech off him, or you know, fame comes with a price. People are gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have a lot of what I call vampires around you. People are gonna want to steal your light. They want to steal your thunder. They want to steal your talent. But they're gonna want to take you down any way they can, either out of jealousy or even unknowingly. Sometimes it's funny. People, people love to see. People love to see. Uh, they love to see uh, you fall from high places. They they also love when people make a step up and they and they show that that, that they they've done something like you've done, Chad. Uh, you know they love to see that. You know hopefully more than they love the other one. Other one, but I like the nature. I like to, the underdog story. Yeah, you know. Don't, I mean, don't you love it when you when somebody learns something in front of your eyes? And when when I was oh, with my the, son. when I was with the when I was with the basketball team here in town, I was a sales guy for him and uh, and. Uh, uh, you know, and what I learned is that, you know, you know, selfish, but, you know, the next best thing to having your own dream come true is watching somebody else's dream. Come oh, true. absolutely. You know, and so, so we had a couple of players down the team that, that really, you know, millionaires now, they were making, you know, very little money back then. And so you got to see firsthand uh, a dream come true for people. And, and so we'd like to see that. Well, it's like, okay, so that, that goes back to my Friday, our Jesse and I Friday show. There's this young man that I brought into the studio and this kid is got talent out this oozing talent he's a he's a polite young man he's re respectful he comes over stays at my place just about every week and he's one of my son's really really good friends but he's a senior in high school this year and and from other people who are coaches in the state that are that know him they, they say hands down has to be the front runner for mr basketball but in you know the, the where he plays it's not a very uh high profile spot so right. they don't get a lot of media recognition and he he doesn't get a lot of attention but last year he averaged 25 points a game eight assists and uh i can't remember he said seven rebounds three steals he slammed out the ball he slammed dunks it he's a short guy yeah he's like 511 yeah and I mean, and and not only that not only that it's there's the the talent the athletic ability there he has six fingers oh that's that, that's amazing that's amazing and, and what, what i found when we're working with the basketball team here in town was that most of the guys? Most of the guys knew they were really blessed to be where they are, even though they weren't making a lot of money. Uh, they, 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 they were. It's where I got involved, but basically with some of the fellowship of Christian athletes, and learned a lot about that too. But uh, so these guys, they kind of knew. They kind of knew. It was always the exception to the rule, but uh, you know, it was really, a really nice insight into into things like that. I had one player one time tell me. Uh, just driving to the airport, and he said, uh, "You know, he said, you know, we're, we're all we're all sort of." He said, there's, "There's a handful of people out there that are basketball players. They're born to play basketball, and they're the they're the Michael Jordans of the world." Or mm -hmm. the, but and then there's the rest of us. He said, which are basically interchangeable. So and that's what his words were, and interchangeable. And he and, and he was right. Uh, and so he said, well, "The difference is when you get the opportunity to do it." He said, "You know, you, you just." Do your best and, and let's set the fear aside and just play basketball. And that's, that's what he said. And you know, that's what I, I agree yeah. with that that statement because you know um, that's why when I had the Larks play like like with Jesse White uh, having him in the studio, I just was an honor to have him. I want to highlight that kid as much as possible because right. of his attitude. And then like when we asked him the questions like, "What do you? What are your personal goals this year?" He said, "Well, my personal goals are to make sure that my teammates below me, the younger underclassmen." Have a good leader, and they they follow my example, and I can trade you know teach them anything I can teach them going forward because I'm not going to be there next year. That's a tough situation. I mean, that that's kids. And, and you know, and then I said, I said, yeah. well, what kind of awards do you want to win? And he just right. kind of smiled. He didn't want to even say it. He yeah. said, well, Mr. Basketball would be nice. And I said, well, <laughs> you should probably win it. I said, but uh, and then he talked right. about like, the, he didn't even talk about personal goals at first. Anyway, he talked about team goals. Yeah. He said, um, White Shield's never been a state. He goes, and I would like to be you know on a team that. 
if we make it to state, that's you know he's not talking about winning the championship. But I mean, that's he. If they make right. it, they probably win it because right. uh, you know, like you said, the underdog story. That's a underdog story right there. It is. Way. It is. I hope he does well. I'm sure he will. He seems like he's really you know got his feet on the ground and his heart in the right place. So yes, uh, I hope he does well. If he doesn't, you know, he's already won because. Uh, uh, you know he knows the Lord, and and, and we're gonna yeah. and we're gonna go up and cheer him on as much as possible, right, Greg? I'm sure. You're, 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 you're road warrior, aren't you? Uh, well, yeah, I've spent you know a number of uh, you know years on the road. Yes, I have, uh, and not playing basketball. Trying to said, trying to be a salesman, he says. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's <laughs> but okay, you know. So we're talking about the underdog stories, and I like yeah. to go to sports with that whenever you do, you because know, yeah. uh, the underdog stories are the ones that do get the. Um, you know they're the, the feel good uh, stories. Like bad, everybody likes the bad news bears. Everybody oh, likes yeah. the, you know, the first to from worst to first so stories in the right. major leagues, and the Larks players that were in here. So we had three Larks players in here. Now they're the second group wave of group of people. Like they're kind okay. of the second tier guys that come in after yeah. the, the stars have left for the summer. You know, yeah, I see. Back to college and, but they just loving it. Right. Well, they're, they're, I mean, they they should because uh, you know they're 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 tall, good-looking guys. A lot of them, and uh, you know these guys are all like. Are they, are they? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not like them even more. But uh, uh, you know they they they're living, they're they're doing their their thing, playing baseball. Uh, you know they're young people, and uh, it's just amazing. It's amazing. The Larks games are good. And, yes, and they are, and it's, it's got cool. like a you know I used to go to the Twins games. It's got that same kind of atmosphere feel to it. It reminds me of the St. Paul Saints when they when they, yeah the, the Saints. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's sort of the St. Paul, but and and. Uh, you know, I hope they do well. I know the season is a little bit different this year, but it's a nice ballpark. I, I play Legion ball there myself, so uh, yeah, it's a really yeah, nice yeah. field. And it's like it's I said, it's been improved, by the way. But yeah, you got you got a little uh, years ago. Uh, you got a little um, pro pro atmosphere there going on, and I like that. But it's, I mean, yeah, so we do I do the chaplain service there? So I had three of them on, and they were all really humble young men. They had some really, I mean, I'm I'm really impressed with some of the youth. You know, I thought. Our world was going to just yeah. the crapper. I mean, I yeah. thought the youth in the nation was just you know. Yeah. But the youth that we've had in here, that I just I'm impressed with where they're where they're at faith faith wise, and where they're at, just you know, and their all around knowledge of the world and the, and what's going on. Yeah. Just when you think it's going to hell and and and, and nobody's doing anything good anymore, something surprises you and you somebody does something nice for you and just. Uh, or, or for, for people, uh, just for people, not not for any reason other than to, to help people. And so, uh, you know, that that's um, we, we gotta have those things. We gotta have. Them. No, yeah, yeah. And then so, but now I'm gonna bring it to the flicker tails. I had three of the flicker tails on, okay. and I talked to the coach about sending me three of his players he wanted to highlight. And guess what he sends me? Oh, what's that? Sends me three middle relievers. And my first question, I'm looking at them, you know, I know the guys and they're just, they're all funny and they're having, joking around, they're poking prod and, you know, the one's a prima donna, he's the, you know, okay. he's the he's the guy that he knows he's got the scholarships and he's going right. somewhere, I mean, he might go somewhere, but I mean, uh, yeah, right. just the fact that they're playing beyond high school is a, just an, it's an extra plus because they get to live their, their childhood a little bit longer, but yeah. middle relievers now, think about that position in Major League right. Baseball. Yeah. You're either coming into a situation where you're already getting stomped, right? You're like they're right. they're putting you in like an uphill battle. Basically, move this mountain for us so we can come back, you know. Right. Or you're getting into a situation where there's three ba the bases are loaded, right? You know, there's no outs yeah. and you got a three-two count on the batter at the plate. 
Yep. They want you to come in and zing one, 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 one night down the middle. Well, fortunately, you're not, you're not responsible for the ones that are on the bases at that point. But, 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 but you do are responsible because because you, your team can lose when you know if they get on in you know if they if they run the bases. So yeah, no, no, that's the that's the worst spot you could be. I don't, some some teams have done some teams have done well that way, but not too many. And uh, you'd rather have your starters go right. Well, you want your starters to try to go seven, eight, and then you bring in uh, you bring in your middle reliever like in a good situation where he's basically setting up. He's a setup guy. And for the right. closer, and that's the other thing is if if, if he's coming in and you're they're way ahead, I mean all you can do is lose the game for him. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you he's know, not coming. In, yeah, the yeah. middle reliever is yeah. like I mean, and I said you know I was talking to these guys. I said so. How do you guys like being middle? They loved it. I mean, they loved everything about it. it is the fact that they got to get into a game and play and have a crowd cheering from there. Just like oh man, I love it. One guy was from California. The other one was from Texas. One was from I think Montana. But I mean, they just had just to see the the that little childish look in all their eyes and these young men's eyes like they were just they were having a blast just loving it and uh, they were playing the larks that night and they were both tied for first and they ended up beating the larks that night because uh you know we're you know it was it's, we like to joke around with these guys when we go do chaplain service for them because oh, yeah. uh we do because they're all playing right here in bismarck all three of them it's yeah. the bull moose the flicker tails and the larks right and they're playing against each other all season long. And um, so we do one night, we'll do the chaplain service for the Larks. The next night, we'll do one for the Bull Moose. The next night, we'll do one for the Flicker Tails. Usually for the team we're doing chaplain service for, we play, we pay for the win, you know, and all that. You know. <laughs> and so the Larks, that night, they were playing the Larks for first place. And they ended up beating, because, you know, right. they got the prayer. They got the team did. Yeah, well, that's what it is. You know, it's the prayer. But, you know, one of the games I went to at the stadium here that was really, uh, really wonderful to see. And, and we got and when I was with the basketball team in town, too, we got involved with was was the uh um the uh um church of the ballpark the, no uh the 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 folks that uh um it just slips my mind here the name uh, but i'll remember it a little bit okay yeah yeah and uh um so with this game, oh, the special. No, I'm sorry, the Special Olympics. I mean, oh, the special needs, yeah. Yeah, the special. Olympics. And I went to a game there, and there was all the special, uh, special needs, uh, special Olympics. Ki- uh, they're not kids. The uh, people kids, with unabilities. That's, that's what right. That's, that's what right. We beautiful game, and and beautiful people, uh, and 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 the, and the and the larks did a well, wonderful job do, for that, and and that we, I mean, I really appreciate that. We did a, we did a, uh, we did, had sat on a. On a on a golf outing one time, uh, raising money for them, and uh, we had two of the athletes with us, uh, the uh, uh, guy and a gal, and uh, you know we were there to, to, to raise funds for uh, for the Special Olympics, and so we had two of the athletes sitting on the hole, and and when they would come, when the groups would come through, they would we we talked to them, and all I, all you had to do was introduce them uh, to the to the people that came through and and just let them let them talk and be themselves and I you know I I'm, you know they the people gave money and and it they was, are yeah they are like you know they're really good people they're really you know they are fun because my mom and dad and the organization back home called Calix it's it's a, it's, a, it's a place where they live and it's like gives them like an independent living style but they're still monitored by staff and stuff like that but they have their own apartments and, you know it's like a retirement home like kind of type thing but uh so, you know, so sports can be a big thing for for a lot of people, and 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 especially Olympics. I mean, what a, it's just a beautiful thing. There, you know, you can't if you can get involved. I mean, I recommend that you get so much out of it. It's just, I, I, yeah, I've met a few yeah. pretty special. I'm not special. I won't even say they're special. But in unabilities, as Cole calls it, Pastor Cole calls it. That um, you know, like he doesn't look at his his, his thing as a disability or an ailment. He looks at it as an inability. You know, and he's he's thrived through the challenges. I know a few other people like that in this community that have done it. I have a really good friend of mine, Dayton, you know, uh, shout out Dayton Farley, you know, he's, he's in a chair, you know, and he plays basketball, he does all, he just, look, 
And he just lost his mother, and he's um, going through a little bit of a tough time. I should actually go stop and visit him. He's been asking me to. Um, but, I mean, you know, he's he's got, like, some certain skills that he's just trying to he push through. with You know, uh, in tragedy, he pushed through. And there's a few other, like, it's been brought to my attention that uh, Hunter Barris, you know who he is? I don't, I don't know Hunter. Uh, uh, he's, he's in a wheelchair as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, so we're, I think he will be in studio sometime soon. Right. I got to you know, hammer that down with Kurt, but Kurt is the one who kind of told me that confirmation. Yeah. So, and we'll do, we're looking forward to doing some stuff with him. Absolutely. But, um, there's all different areas. Like, I want to talk to our friend LG. I want to get him in here and I want him to play some well, songs. Yeah, we got to get LG in here. I want to, you know, there's unique people all over the place. And then in, in my down years and stuff, and in my addiction, I got to meet a lot of unique people. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes I really felt like I was speaking to maybe someone that was from you know. Right. Well, it says in the book we're not we're not uh, fighting. The, it's not the people we're fighting. It's the it's the evil spirits, and and I don't really know how to do that. But but I believe I do believe that, and, and so uh, it, it, you know I don't know how to do it, but I believe it. The people people you know it, it's an evil spirit that you know it was talked about in the in Jesus's time, and and, and I still think it's around today. Uh, uh, not trying to put any fear in anybody because uh, you know uh, I don't want any more any more fear, but but it, I think it's true and and so you know we get, we well it's like uh, Walter too is another guy like I mean yeah. like I like Walter's take on things, but you know he gets a little excited once in a while and, <laughs> and I like his passion you know he's uh, yeah he's definitely fun yeah and he's uh, a great bass player I'm sure he do I'm sure he probably uh, he's a great musician but he I'm sure he'd probably do some helping if you ever had people that wanted to come in and needed them, you know, uh, exceptional bass player. He, he, He's been he, on uh, the big stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true, uh, for sure. And, um, and it's and part of this music thing, for sure. And Algie is a great musician, too. But, but yeah, I, I recommend Al. I mean, those guys are all good people to have. I like the segment that you have with the sort of the, I don't know, did you call it the average? Not so average, Joe. Yeah, it's a great idea because, because you know, it gives, you, gives everybody a chance to, uh, I get to highlight people who are doing like you know that are just like wouldn't be highlighted in, in normal areas that are just really just people that should be highlighted you know right yeah, that's and, a beautiful thing and then like uh, with Jesse uh, you know he was a part of that segment but I mean I kind of just think I want to highlight younger youth I'm gonna do that through uh, my son and them show where they can highlight them more often than mine because they they can connect better with them but I mean I had Mr White I took a video of him you know at the playground yeah that's the video that's on our our, our page perfect. Um, I put it on at 10 o'clock in the morning. By the next morning, he had over 2,000 watches. That's awesome. And I was just that's like, awesome. wow. And it's, you know, that's good. He deserves, like, uh, some attention. And, you know, he's exciting to watch, though. And I'm looking forward to going up and seeing him yeah. play because I have nothing but good experience with him. I have another young man that's, uh, that's always at my place that's uh, my, my son's friend. And he can cut and edit and just do some things with music that, you know, like most people go to school years to learn. And he's, he's yeah. self-taught. He is going to school now, but... And that's Mr. Trey Everett, and he'll be on his own show with my, with Antoine, and they'll be doing their show. I think it's going to be starting up this weekend. Okay. Did you say self-taught? Because we're all self-taught. Self-taught, yeah. yeah. You got told <laughs> that. That's right. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. we're not all self-taught. Yeah, we are. Well, I'm just Everything saying, we do is self-taught. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, we're, we're taught. But it, it, no, that, those are good things. You know, we need some good We need some good news all the time. You know, all we hear is the, the bad news. I, well, I need yeah. some good news. And, and that's, you know, these are young men yeah. that come from places like yeah. where I come from, and, yeah. and they don't they're yeah. not actually highlighted to come off of them places right. you know like we're all we're, you know there's a lot of things that make it difficult oh for sure a lot of beliefs that make it difficult i want to say a lot of things a lot of beliefs yeah. and the way things are 
are okay and accepted that make it difficult to come off. Yeah, I know. Ones. I know you've, you've you've had some you know things with with that too, Chad. And, oh yeah. And, uh, and, it, and you know probably won't quit. It probably won't quit happening to you. But but uh, you know you're you're an inspiration to to a lot of people. And I know back in your home you know community, uh, they, they, they they if they don't know you, they they, they probably do. They, they should get to know you because. Uh, you know, you, you've done some wonderful things, you know, I'm sure you'll make some mistakes and you're not perfect, but... Uh, they, 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 I think just about everybody back there knows me, but I don't think everybody knows me in, like, the way, you know, since I've come to God and, and the Lord and walk, my walk with Christ, I, you know, very few have gotten a chance to sit down and visit with me, but right. um, the ones that do, or when people are just really searching for something different than what they're doing, I'll get reached out by, reached out to from certain people, you know, right. um... The other night, like I was reading, I was reading John, and he's telling me to go through the red letters right now. So I was going through John, and uh, like something popped in my head. He's like, he said, "Pray, for, just do a prayer tree, you know, like a prayer thing right now." Uh-huh. And so I, I asked, I asked if anybody need prayer. I mean, I think I had over two or two hundred fifty people hit me up for prayer that night. That's awesome. I mean, we all do need to prayer. And, and there's a song on, that I hear not so long ago. It says. Uh, you know, how can God answer any prayers if nobody's praying? So, exactly, yeah, and they so, gotta they gotta say it out loud. And a lot of times, yeah. like I was, it was good. Someone brought this to my attention. This young lady, I want to have her on the show too. I want to highlight her because she's went through, she the way she come to, to God. She's in, she's also of native descent, but she's and from where I'm from. But how she's come to God, she was uh, in prison or in jail, and uh, she was dying right there. And they wouldn't give her medical attention. All of a sudden, this all this weight ballooned her up from 130 pounds like 200 some pounds and it was crushing her all her internal organs she got to the hospital like just in the nick of time and um this, i'll let her come in and tell her story but i mean right. um yeah. she people like that and she knows god i mean she's like she's, she's she talks about jesus she was asking me for prayer that night that's how i got i met her and come to find out we know each other from like years ago right. so um well you got you should you should be asking your listeners here that you know to if they have anybody they want to you know to hear from the not so average joe segment i mean it's a oh, yeah. testimony of faith and a testimony that that, that 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 you get to hear you know real stories right of, yeah, they gotta, of, yeah of people. from people who are doing yeah. like i mean there's yeah. people out there i've i've highlighted have like uh artists that have uh you know spent over more than uh, probably 75% of their life in prison that honed their skills that are now teaching at colleges and I've highlighted people who've lost, uh, you know, loved ones, fell into a really bad uh, life of addiction, only come out to persevere. Um, People like Jim Barnhart, who is a model Christian. I mean, if you want to model your life after uh, a true man of God, do it after Jim because, you know, he does adopt a block. He's got the Dream Center coming to Bismarck. Right. He also does the banquet. I mean, that guy is 24-7 doing on God's duty. I mean, he's a... Uh, I mean, he comes picks that truck up at 6 o'clock in the morning every day at clockwork to go get the groceries from all the, food, the grocery stores that are helping out and yeah. uh, Great Plains Food Bank. And then he goes six nights a week, Greg. He's yeah, it's amazing. distributing food yeah. to people who need, uh, yeah. need families. And um, just, you know, if you're struggling with COVID, that's another way to go get some, you know... Yeah. Well, tell, I mean, tell, tell they're gonna tell you who they want to talk to, you know, who, who your audience wants to talk to, because I think there's a lot of people out there that they there can tell is. you, they can tell you, and they give you great stories, and we all need those. I, I, I gotta be honest with you, I'm sick of the bad news. Uh, I, I can't, I'm, I'm sick of it. I, want, I don't want to really hear much of, it, you know, I'm gonna be real about it, but I'm not, but I'm, but I, you know, I need to hear the good news too, because I need to be encouraged and need to, uh, you know, need, need to strengthen my faith, and especially in these times, and you know, uh, yeah, we we really do because um, it's. Uh, when today's world is run by fake news basically it's it's yeah. like everything 
it's everything and anything that they can do to highlight the negativity. You know, like I said in the past, you know, they'll highlight, they'll, they'll, they'll play a video, a news clip of someone that's uh, maybe shot up a school for like two months straight, right. like, or, 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 uh, or maybe a not so, not so, uh, man of God priest that'll do something to little boys or something, you know, right. but I mean, like, they'll highlight that for months, right. but they won't talk about the priest that went over or the, pr the pastor that went over and started yes. four orphanages and yeah. rescued 70 women out of human trafficking or yeah. the one that's building 50 houses for, you know, these people who don't have uh, any kind of, uh, any kind of economy or system like we do, you know, they're not on a grid, they don't have running water, they don't have electricity, they, they basically live in little mud huts and, you know, there's a lot of people in this community and in the state of North Dakota that want to help you and do help people, and, and I want to hear about them because, because uh, uh, I, I just you know I've, I've been highlighting a few. I mean, you know, um, like uh, and and that I I could all I anybody you think and feels falls under that category that's just doing just doing it and you know is doing it for the right reasons. I want to hear from them and I want to get them on the air and you know really just right. get their stories out there. I mean, just if they need help, that's a way to get them some help and to get them out there. If you know that, also if they can help us in any way, we could partner up to help them yeah. in kind of, any kind sure. of ministry work. We could do that as well. Right. Um, See, yeah, that's great. Like with with uh, I had Kenny Curry Hall from Kingdom Business in here last week, and uh, was that the week two weeks ago? Two weeks ago we had him in here, and now you know going forward in the future that, that definitely that we can benefit each other by a partnership because they got a lot of things going on and they're on fire for God and they do a lot of things for you know kingdom businesses what they right. call their their ministry and I've known Kenny for like 20 some years <laughs> I have and you know um it's 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 an honor to know uh, Kenny and them it's like you know when I first started my walk with Christ there was, I didn't know very many niggas that were right. were you know practicing Christians and um they kind of all come out of the woodworks there. I know they, they were already out there, but I mean, I, I found that there's not, I'm not all, the only one in, it, no, it doesn't matter if I was, because I know, I know what my faith is like, and I know what God did for my life, so, right. and that's where I'm at with it, you know, there's nothing else, like, I believe that's why, that's why when there's somebody, I was, I had, Kurt kind of put me in a couple of uh, crazy predicaments here lately, <laughs> or recently, first, I was, I don't know how, he, he had to know him, but, I was in front of a Luciferian for three days. Wow. And when this person told me what their religion was, I just, uh, I couldn't help it. I started laughing. I started giggling and they looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. They wanted a different reaction from me. Right. And I go, and they go, what are you laughing at? And I said, how does it feel to be on the losing side? <laughs> you must really laugh. I said, it's almost like rooting for the Minnesota Vikings in the NFL. I said, I was, you know, I, you know, I, I don't, you know. Oh, I ruffled some feathers there. Yeah, well, yeah, you did. And so uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But, but you know what? The salesman in me has got to come out again because I just can't stop. Okay. I just can't stop. Uh, you know, with all the good stories and stuff that people can, can you know, uh, good people that they can, you know, turn you on to, so you can put them on the radio and stuff. The, the, the station here, I know, I know you, I know you really need some help, Chad. And, 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 and well, you gotta, you gotta have it. You know, we can do it alone. And, and uh, well, we're talking people, about yeah. doing, and I'll let you yeah. give me your idea too, yeah. but, uh, we're talking about doing this, uh, like really just like we're, we're getting all these shows on here now and doing like a, a dinner here yeah. where you buy tickets for it. And then we're going to have some music and stuff. Then we're going to come up and talk to you guys and tell you, do like me 
means that she'll come up on stage and talk about our show yeah. and you guys can ask Q&A and then other, other shows too and just kind of get everybody in the community acquainted with the new club all kinds seven. of ways to help whether, whether it's you know sponsoring uh, a basketball team or or or, 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 or shirts or, or uh, a, a walk uh, or any, any way that, that you can you know, you know help I know the community is a helpful community so yes it's I a very good community. You know, and I, I don't I know you don't do it uh, you don't do it you don't do it much if at all but you know, being the salesman that I am, I, I have to say it because I know you need help, and and and, and we we you know yeah. done some stuff together. So I you know if there's any anything that people can do, and and you know, a little is 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 not a little. A little you know any any amount is is good yeah, that they can work with you on. Yeah, you know? exactly. And and so you you know and you COVID COVID's yeah. made COVID's made it tough because we were gonna do a couple things even right here, and it's just made it tough with the guidelines that that they require right now. So I mean, it's right. really made it tough for us to go out and do events or have events. And it would have made it a bit a lot easier if we could be at these events, right. you know. Um, so, like, if you are having an event and you think you wanted to highlight it by the radio station, that's another way we could partner. Exactly, right, right. There's a million ways to, to work with you. I know there is, and the, the, the studio and, and and all the you know things you guys yeah. got going. It's it's great. Uh, it, it's fun to be part of the community to to work with them. And the community needs the station. The station needs the community. And so I hope that people would you know I'm, I'm shelling for you now here. But uh, by the way, a good salesman doesn't uh, sell ice to Eskimos. He doesn't do that. He uh, you know he just works on their needs and wants and tells them that what they if they need something they get that. But they if they want something that might be a little extra. So we uh, uh, that's how we do it. We got uh, a concert coming up with like uh, he's pretty big. Mr. Jordan flees here in October, and it's, it's, it's yeah. all being handled by us over here at New Song. And so, we, you know, we, we've been talking about doing a launch, and I think that's right around what, what we're gonna. Somebody ought to sponsor that show for for Jordan. Yeah. Somebody ought to, you know, yeah. get on board with that yeah. because so, yeah, I mean, like we yeah. got yeah. If you guys want to sponsor yeah. th that event, get in touch with me because I got the, I, yeah. Maybe, Jordan's maybe, up there. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got it. Yeah, maybe he'll go over to the visit at the, at the at the business. I don't know, but but Jordan's a pretty likable guy. I just met him one time, but uh, great music and, and and you know somebody could be somebody could uh, really help out the station and and the and the, and the cause and the and the, and the good news for the, if they if they you know it's in their heart. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll be right back. We're gonna take a that was a long conversation right there, Craig. We were on without a break. Not too much. <laughs> we both do. We both do. See, that's that's a problem. We, we're acting like uh, one of our other DJs forgot the call sign. <laughs> well, we're gonna take a break. This is one hundred point seven FM, Bismarck, uh, the new, the new club. Uh, you listen to Turn Up the Truth with Chad and the Craig. <laughs> you want to say the tinker? Uh, hit them two over there. Mute them. And let the two end ones mute. Yeah. There you go. That was the wrong scene. Huh? We were rolling the other It was, it was. A long one to say. I stopped this one. 13 minutes ago, I was supposed to say the taste and identification, but I, it's, it was said right there. Because the conversation is okay. This 